I'm not Robin, okay? I'm the Arkham Knight now. Hello and welcome everybody to the Geekscape Games Podcast. This is level 36. Happy Canada Day, 4th of July, Labor Day, or possibly Halloween, depending on when we actually release this episode. This is the Super Special Canadian Day edition of the Geekscape Games Podcast. That's right, we have our maple leaf pins on, have our senator pennants in our hands, and we all have a big old box of Timbits. I am returned from my deep dark pit of depression, and I am back, the lead host of the show. I'm taking I'm taking that honorary title, guys, sorry. The number uh, one host on the, the Geekscape no- Games <laughs> I am podcast. the one and only Shane O'Hare. With me are the two ambassadors of class, Josh Jackson and Juan Carlos. Say hello, boys. Hello. hello. First time anyone's ever said I've had class. Oh, we know you have class. You have all the class we need. You are you are the classiest member of the Geekscape Games podcast. I don't think that's much of an accomplishment. <laughs> <laughs> and introducing, last but not least, the King Canadian himself, Derek Cranevelt. How are you spending your day of freedom that we gave you? I had to leave a pool party to uh, come talk to you guys, so I'm kind of sad right now. Okay, all right. Well, then uh, you don't, you can go. I mean, you don't have to stick around. Okay, I'll see you next week. Okay. All right, bye. No, uh, or you could just record this in the I'm bathtub. Pu- I'm pulling and a, I'm pulling. I'm pulling a wand. <laughs> it's like, I gotta go. I gotta go, guys. I gotta go. <laughs> I think Juan just left. Um, uh, did I miss something? Right. I just came back. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. Well. Um. I'm gonna admit it to the listeners right now. I've I had an extremely busy week at work, and have building catapults. Uh, well, well, that was last night, and Jack Daniels was involved, but. Um, follow me. Follow me on Instagram, the Shane O'Hare. Um, we, there's some uh, sick vids of us um, making a trebuchet and some dicks, flaming... some dicks, dickscape exclusives. <laughs> no, that's Vine. That was Vine last year. Anyway, so I the only I've only seen one thing on our outline today. So Derek, we're gonna let you uh, lead the show again because you did so well last week. I did do so well last week, and hopefully one day the listeners will hear it. But uh, I'm <laughs> not holding my breath. Now give me time. So. <laughs> I like that, like, like on. I don't know if you guys listened to this week's episode of the main Geekscape podcast, but Jonathan was talking about uh, how, of course, his podcast is the number one game pod- gaming podcast on the Geekscape network because he actually lo- releases shows every once in a while. Uh, that's, that's the thing is that he has like a dedicated audio engineer at T Radio V, like mastering and editing everything together. So, yeah, that's true. I thought you were our uh, master audio engineer, though. Editing yeah. things together on the fly. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, any, in any case, so uh, you know, speaking of broken things, uh, <laughs> so uh, obviously we talked last week uh, about Arkham Knight and how it's apparently awesome. I haven't played it yet, uh, but uh, aside from the PC version, which was so broken that Warner Brothers actually had to pull. Uh, the game two days after launch so all physical all digital copies of the game they've ceased selling it because it's basically unplayable um apparently and this just came out today apparently warner brothers actually knew the state of the game for months uh a couple of bullshit a couple of the uh a couple of the a couple of the like testers have come forth oh my god and uh basically 
you know, and their and their statement was like, we want to apologize for those of you who experienced performance performance issues with Batman Arkham Knight on PC, and uh, you know they were talking about like, oh, we didn't know, and blah blah blah. But apparently, so it says two sources requesting anonymity to avoid jeopardizing their career spoke with Kotaku over the past week in hopes of explaining how the broken PC version of Arkham Knight made it at the door. They both said that Warner Brothers was aware of the many issues facing the PC version, and that the publisher chose to ship the game regardless, oh. not be, not to maniacally screw over customers, but, be, but because they believed it was good enough. Um. So, what did they say here? So, so basically, so, couple- so my my question is, and and um, you might have this in the uh, the article, but um, now are these two sources like do they approach at the same time together, or are they two independent sources? Typically, uh, like the rules of journalism are, you only post something if you have two corroborating sources independent of each other. Um, s- secondly, um. Uh, they're they're violating some serious like NDA rules by dropping that. So yeah, so it just says it just says two sources, um, and it says that it says requesting anonymity to avoid jeopardizing their careers, basically. But they they were quoted as, "I will say that it's pretty rich for WB to act like they had no idea the game was in such a horrible state." Said one quality assurance tester who worked on the game for years. Uh, it's been like this for months, and all of the problems we see now are the exact same, unchanged, almost a year ago. Hmm. Uh, so so yeah if this is to be believed that's pretty fucking huge news that the game was a piece of shit a long time ago and they knew it and didn't do it like literally the literally the article states that they they thought it was good enough yeah and then were they the in ki- a room with like cigars and like hey, yeah it's a piece of shit but who cares is that bad man they're gonna buy it anyway <laughs> get that dlc ready <laughs> maybe <laughs> uh maybe warner brothers games owned by the falcones and maroni that seems more legit of a reason yeah yeah Sounds like it. No, but yeah. I mean, and then it's not all that surprising though, because it wasn't like even with Assassin's Creed Unity as glitchy as that was, like it was still sporadic to the point where some people were saying that they never encountered any. Whereas this is so widespread that they had to recall the whole thing. So there, there's no doubt in my mind that they had to have had knowledge of it, and it had to have been in this state for a long time because. There's no way that so many copies are just like universally broken to the point where they have well, to do a, almost a full recall in two days. Well, well, here's here's the thing. Um, uh, when it comes to PC gaming, um, there's so many like the the per, uh, permutations for the like like the amount of possible machines that can exist out there in the wild. I mean, you know, video cards, different processors. Um, memory, hard disks, like everything. Like it, there's an infinite combination of systems that exist. Now, if if Warner Brothers was designing and testing their machines, they they usually test them on. Um, now, if anybody listening can correct me if I'm wrong, but they would normally test them on uh, two flagship cards, video cards from the competing uh, manufacturers. So they would get a reference card from AMD and a reference card from Nvidia and test the machines on there. Um, and then typically. I mean, Warner Brothers isn't going to go out and buy, you know, a Gigabyte card or a Sapphire card or, you know, like some rando like Chinese Taiwanese knockoff and then test it with every other single uh, CPU out there. So from from what I was able to gather just from like other podcasts and news reports is that the problems are there, but they're not as um, widespread as the vocal minority wants to believe. They, They say... the thing about PC gamers, and I'll admit it, is they like well, to complain. They like to complain. They like to complain a fucking lot. And the thing is, it, it not everybody is going to have your system. So if you have a problem, you're going to go on. You're going to go on and piss, piss a fit uh, and be a real like obnoxious, annoying 
you know, troll on Reddit or on a forum or on Twitter. And the people that are satisfied with their product aren't going to go out. They're they're not going to go out and uh, you know praise the product. They're they're going to just be quiet, content, play the game, get in and out, and be done. Um, it, I do have to give Warner Brothers props for you know recalling the game and not uh, allowing future sales. But at least from what I was able to gather, in, independently of like any like researcher um, uh, like playing the game myself, that the problems aren't as pervasive as the news wants us to think. Hmm. Like so, what in what ways are they saying that it's uh, working? As far as what the perception is versus the reality of it. Well, the the, the the perception is that the game is a complete like broken piece of crap, and it's like playing uh, Assassin's Creed Unity, complete garbage and not worth spending money on. Uh, but um, you know, at least uh, our own uh, crippled Kenny has been playing it on uh, Twitch, and besides his internet lagging out, I haven't seen any problems with uh, performance uh, on his machine at all. So the, the I feel like the the negative press that the the game is getting is just for the fact that it's like an easy target and a lot of people are like oh look how bad this just you know this game is it's perfect on consoles but it's shit on pc warner brothers is garbage because we all know how the video game uh journalists um like to get their pitchforks and uh have a witch trial so right i've had but i've i know that i've had my fair share of uh even though it's nothing major but i've had my fair share of uh glitches on the ps4 version too like more so than the previous well not origins but origins was a mess but as far as the rocksteady developed ones i've had more issues with this one than any other ones on console but that could also be attributed to the you know the boost in um in technology i guess it seems like whenever a new generation comes around or they try to experiment with upgraded graphic systems and that kind of stuff that it leads to more technical issues Mm. now um my question for uh, since you played it, um, do you think um, uh, do you think it's a, a good progression from the series? Like, like has it improved or the is it a, a downgrade from the last release? Oh uh, no, I feel like it's a big downgrade. But I'll talk about it more when we get to the uh, to the games we've been playing this week. But yeah, it just the short of it is that it took away a lot of the things that I loved about the previous ones, while being completely like anticlimactic throughout most of the story. But oh, did you beat it? Yeah, I finished it. And it was good, but I would definitely rank it below um, Asylum and City. And then I would rank it above Origins, but only because Origins was so glitchy. But outside of that, yeah. All right. Like, it was, it's fun to play, but it's not. Well, like I said, I'll talk about it more in depth later on. All right. What do you think, Juan? Oh, my God. Who who calls who calls on the, a landline? Caller, Saskatchewan, you're on. <laughs> <laughs> Regina, uh, Regina, line one. What I'm happened? Gonna... <laughs> my, I, I'm, my I'm just in this. I'm oh. getting tired of this. If this is true, and of course this is all rumored, but if if this is true, then I, I don't know what it, going forward. I, I'm just getting very frustrated with these game companies who know there are problems with the games, and they still release it with all these bugs, and they don't think that we're gonna notice these problems when we're playing them and even if it's one bug because nintendo for example or or i'm excuse nintendo if a game has issues then they're going to put it on hold for the most part 
uh, but we're in this age now where games are not products, they're services. So we're told from certain game companies that release a certain very popular shooting title every year that have gone on record <laughs> said games are a service. They're not a product anymore. And these uh, companies have very strict deadlines of when games need to be out. Bugs or no bugs, they're out because they have to appease the investors and they have to make a profit. I understand that. But with these titles and with so much money behind it, where's the quality control? I, I, I'm just at a loss of words. I don't understand that. Well, according to the story, the quality control is there. It's just they don't listen to the people reporting back. It, it, that's, that's, it's insane. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. What are they doing? You know, it's, it's like, what, what could they be doing if this has so many issues and they knew about this for over a year? What have they been doing these last 12 months? Or even after the game was delayed a bunch of times, it was supposed to come it, out in yeah, February originally. Yeah, it got, like, it got pushed back. Like, Well, it was supposed to come out last year, though, originally. Oh, right, originally. right. And then yeah, February. Yeah, it was supposed to come out last October or something. Wasn't it October and then February, then April, then June? I believe so, yeah. I, imagine how completely unpolished it must have been last year. Well, and it's just crazy that, like, you know, like, it's just, it's getting so much negative press now. And that's, like, I, again, I have a... I have a shrink-wrapped copy here that I haven't had a chance to play yet, but a lot of our, a lot of outlets and a lot of reviewers are saying that you know this this game and and I don't know if Josh and Juan you agree, but there a lot of them are saying you know this game is worth buying a new console for, like like because it's only on PS4 and Xbox One. If you haven't if you haven't bit the bullet yet, like this is the game that makes it worth doing it for. And all of that positive press for the console version is is being way overshadowed by the just you know just the giant heap of shit that the pc version is so that it's just crazy yeah no and, it's and, insane and the 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 install base of, of pc games of these console ports is completely i mean it's it's still big enough for uh, developers to port it to pc but to to be honest like pc gaming is is ex- expanding and blowing up but it's still such a small install base that um it it, it, it kind of makes sense that there's less quality control going into a, a, a the PC port of a console game when most people are going to play it on uh, the consoles. Right. So you're saying it's just not as much of a priority? You, you know, I I would I, I'd hate to to say or put that assertion on a on Rocksteady or WB, but. I Honestly, would. what would you do? Well, and the, the, <laughs> the thing is, though, I don't even think Rocksteady worked on the PC version at all. No, no, they're trying to fix it now, but it was handled by a, it was ported by someone else. Which a lot of people, I don't remember the name of the company, but a lot of people have been pointing out that that was the same company that ported Origins to PC, which was also a mess, but it didn't get as much press because Origins in general just wasn't as well received. Hmm. Well, I think we will keep an eye on it because obviously for uh, a, a publisher to pull a product from sales, um, it's there's got to be some, some serious serious bullshit going on in the background. Right. Speaking of bullshit, <laughs> just, just, kid, just kidding, but I thought, I wish I had something bullshitty to talk about after, next because that would have been great. But uh, Mo, is it Mojang or Mojang? Somebody oh, somebody yeah. recently said that it's actually Mo Yang, and I always thought it was Mojang. But uh, they've announced today that that they are finished with releasing content for Scrolls, um, and that Scrolls will be shut down. Uh, it said that it will run until at least July first of next year, but that they're done releasing content for it. Um, 
you know and, i don't know that there, it's, i don't know that there it's, was a co- collective monotonous me heard does, throughout does the no, internet does nobody play scrolls because i What's i feel like scrolls? i played it i i played <laughs> scrolls is like it is was it, it, it was their game? minecraft follow-up it's like a it's like a collectible card game oh. and and it's it's actually really good i i think that it would have been much, much, much bigger than it was had Hearthstone not been released at around the same time because they're both good games. Like I, like I, I'm pretty sure I was like following the development of Scrolls, and like the moment the beta became went for sale, I bought it, played the shit out of it for a couple weeks, and then like Hearthstone, Hearthstone came out soon after that, and I didn't touch Scrolls ever again. Uh, like Scrolls was fine; it was really fun to play, but Hearthstone is just so good that I feel like it, it like Scrolls just there was just no way it could have competed with it, and it, that's you know the. For the same reason, the uh, the Elder Scrolls Legends or whatever is gonna fucking fail miserably because there's no way it can compete with with Hearthstone. Absolutely. I so mean, Scrolls I mean, has nothing to Elder do with Scrolls. Skyrim. <laughs> no, no. Aside from those lawsuits, uh, Scrolls <laughs> have nothing to do with the Elder Scrolls. You know, you know about the lawsuits, right, Josh? No, I didn't hear about them. Well, I didn't. They, even know they that, were. I didn't they, know what Scrolls but, was until just now. Yeah. So they like. <laughs> They got the shit suit out of them because they said that. Uh, well, and and you ju- as you just alluded to, they said that just by calling the game Scrolls, uh, people would confuse it and think it might have been an Elder Scrolls title. And so they got they got sued. They ended up winning, or it was settled out of court, or something like that. But uh, but but yeah, no, they 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 were sued because they said you can't call a game Scrolls because the Elder Scrolls exists, and people will confuse the two. And uh, apparently that just happened, so uh, so maybe they should have changed the name. But in any case, it's not going to matter in a year because in a year the game will be shut down. So they said scrolls will be available to purchase for the time being, and our servers will run until at least July first, twenty sixteen. All future proceeds will go towards keeping scrolls playable for as long as possible. So they said the launch scrolls was a great success. Tens of thousands of players battled daily, and many of them remain active today. Unfortunately, the game has reached a point where it can no longer sustain continuous development because everyone left and started playing Skyrim. I mean, not Skyrim. I uh, started playing Hearthstone. Damn it! It is confusing. Now, if only... who, was the ju- who was the judge on that case? Now, if only Scrolls was a mini game in the Elder Scrolls Online, maybe people would have played both of them. Maybe. Uh, yeah. No. In, in any case, I, I just thought it was worth mentioning because I just remember when Scrolls was announced and when Scrolls was first released, being really excited for it. And then when I saw that it was shutting down, I was like, "Oh yeah, Scrolls is a thing." Like. Like it just very quickly and and entirely, in my opinion, entirely because of Hearthstone, because there was nothing wrong with the game itself. It was a great game, but entirely because of Hearthstone, it fell into me uh, obscurity extremely quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right, just bad timing on their part. Yeah, and clearly that's true because Josh had never heard of it. Yeah, I've I've never played it. So, all right, uh, I guess uh, nothing of value was lost, right? Apparently, no one wants to talk about scrolls, so I guess we can move on. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what do you? Like, like, I don't even know what the game looks like for Christ's sakes. All I remember was uh, Notch challenged. Um, uh, is like, hey, well, let's have a game of like Unreal Tournament, and whoever wins can uh, decide the outcome of the lawsuit. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember. That. Really? Yeah, you don't. I don't, yeah, I don't was, remember that. Let me let me see. Uh, Notch challenges. Hold on, Zenimax Unreal. Move on to the next story, and I'll see if I can find it. All right, All right. So next, did you want to talk about this one, Josh? I know you were talking about it a little bit before the the Best Buy uh, amiibo situation. Oh right, right, right. Um, yeah. Today the news broke that uh, Best Buy will indeed be carrying Dark Pit exclusively, which was the rumor that's been going around for the last couple weeks. 
and they announced that they will not be taking any pre-orders of any kind and it will be sold in stores on the release date which is going to be July 31st at a first come first serve one per customer basis so basically Derek you were saying that you think this is a good idea I think we might have been a little bit split on this yeah no I I am I think it's a really positive thing because I and again I don't know how I don't know exactly how things have gone on gone down in the states prior but for instance Meta Knight at Best Buy uh Meta Knight never showed up in store it was literally an online only thing and it was something that like you know if you're not in front of your computer in this for this five minutes of random time when they don't announce that they're going to be putting it up for pre-order but when it goes on pre-order literally if you're not in that computer in front of your computer at the moment you didn't get one and that was that was it because they never got any in store they never restocked them though now of course there are some restocks starting to happen um but but yeah no it was just completely like and and, and that followed suit for every time Best Buy or most of the retailers have done pre-orders. They come up at random times, are up for less than ten minutes, and then they sell out, and they're they're gone forever. So, buy Best Buy switch, and 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 there's a lot of bullshit with the online too. Like like you know people make multiple accounts, uh, people sh- you know ship multiple with multiple names to the same address or whatever, or get their friends to order them just so that they can scalp them or whatever. There's a lot of bullshit in there, and you know and obviously one per customer first time first come first serve in store only you kind of get away from that um and you know the release date so the big thing is we're still a month away so yeah i mean like it's going to be hard for some people but i feel like call in sick or get the day off or whatever if you line up you're probably going to get one because you there's no online ordering of it or i feel like it's or i feel like it's a positive thing this come in this coming in just now though you can order them right now on Amazon, if you don't want to waste your time waiting in line, or if you are going to be at work and you can't wait in line because of that, you can spend about ten bucks extra and get your amiibo. How do I know? But I'm a new, but I'm a new, but I'm a new inbox North American collector. That's that's uh, that's correct as well. But for those people who can't line up, such as myself, because I have to work and I'm just going to miss out on it. It's kind of like putting insurance down. You know, you you don't want to spend the money, but if you really don't want to go through the hassle of going from store to store and wasting gas, then it's just pretty much worth it just spending the extra 10 bucks or so. Right. I already ordered, and some people aren't going to have got, a choice. Right. That's I don't have a choice. I already got Ganon and Palutena. Right. I ordered them and, last week because I go, you know what? I can't. I would love to if I could just wake up in the morning and go get them. Cool. And save myself the 10 bucks, but I, I can't. So for but Dark Pit, I, I, already st- I still feel like with this, I still feel like that that's a month of notice, and you know where you can get it. Where it, so that's a much for for most oh. people. I feel like that's a much better oh, yeah. situation it's, it's, than the majority of people will benefit from this. I'm just in the yeah, minority. like I f- yeah, I feel like yeah, exactly. Like I feel yeah. like for most people, it's this is a much better situation oh, yeah. than oh, we're gonna put them up at a random time and they're only gonna last for ten minutes. Like I agree, it, it's be, a much it, more positive situation for the majority than than what it has been in the past. Right. And I hope that it follows suit in Canada. Yeah, it, no, and, and I, I hope so because I'm sure they're going to test the waters and see how well it was received, and then if it works well, I'm sure they'll practice it. Right. Yeah, and, and I'm just I'm still thinking of because uh, I know the botched uh, Toys R Us pre-order with Greninja where they oh, went up at like two in the morning. But I, I'm still a fan of the way Amazon ended up doing it, where they didn't start taking the pre-orders until like I don't even think they did pre-orders; they just started selling on the day of, and where they already knew what their stock was. And then they had designated times for each one to go on sale. 
and they let everyone know like a day in it well the day in advance part wasn't that good because it would have been nice to have more of a notice than that but i like the way that they did a it. a day and a one... half isn't isn't is too short of a notice for you um in general yeah because not a lot not for me personally but just a day and a half is that information is not gonna get to as many ears as opposed to this one where they're giving you a month in advance but okay right. like, but i still have a I don't know. To me, you guys are saying it's probably beneficial for most people, but I've of the other mind where I feel like a lot of people, I don't know about most, but a lot of people do have to work. Or even if you do work, take going in late or taking that time off. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how it works at other places. I know at my job, it's like you do get sick time. Like I could call out sick and get paid for it, but that's still, that sick time is still money that I'm losing. Say if I ever, um, if I ever cash out that sick time for other things, that's still money that I won't get later on. Oh, for yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I, later, I'm, I'm in a yeah, like I'm in a position now where my current job, if I'm sick, I that's fine. You're sick, but you don't get paid. But exactly. amiibos, so right. priorities, yeah, but, man. But, but amiibos. Like, and then my thing is because I'm still debating. I'm just gonna call in and be like amiibo day. Sorry, <laughs> they'll understand. Um, and speaking of today's Canada Day, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Uh, happy Canada Day. Almost as important they have a as special, amiibo like, Yeah, they have a special uh, uh, maple leaf amiibo that we can get you. Uh no, there's there's uh, not. Bear Hugger's Canadian, <laughs> but he doesn't have an amiibo. F- fully, fully compatible with NHL 2K15, 2K16. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm an NHL 94 man mostly. Wasn't that, that the, one was the best? Isn't that the that one, one where you had, they had that good. like? That was like yeah. on Genesis, and you, they had there was that like secret trick where you could like, pretty much just go around the net and like get it in every time. You just select <laughs> oh, the Chicago Blackhawks. You play with Chris Chelios, and you're in every single time. Oh, really? Was that it? I don't really oh, remember yeah, it dude. that well. Chris yeah. Chelios. That's how I got into hockey because of that freaking game. Because <laughs> Chris <laughs> Chelios was the man. <laughs> no, but. But people will say yeah, more about yeah. you yeah, and Yager. Yager. I'm like, no, 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 no. Chris Jones. I, I actually did. Work. I actually did like the, speaking of the, back to the amiibos. I did like the way Amazon US did it. La, did it last time around. Like it was, you know, there was a day notice or whatever, and it was like these will go up at these this specific time, and they were very on point with their times. But but again, like Amazon Canada was the exact opposite, where it was like, oh, it's four a.m. Here they are. Like, and by the time I get up, it was like, oh fuck, like they're all gone. Right. No, but and and to your other point about how. You know, if the scalpers can make other accounts and stuff. In my experience, lining up has... Well, I don't know about what people do online, but lining up's been just as bad where... like, so I, times, I was going to say I was gonna say that say that as well, that people, like, will just bring a shitload of people to get them. Like, for instance, when I like I lined up for the last iPhone and the most of the line was filled with scalpers and I literally saw a dude, like, paying these people money to stand in line so that he could bring the phones back to China where it wasn't launching right away. And it was like, you know, I didn't fucking get a phone because the scalpers bought them all. Right, right. And I'm just thinking, like, even, like, when I've got extra ones for, like, Jonathan or whoever that I know needs them, I'll, like, usually Megan's with me and then I have a friend who lives around the block from this Best Buy who I might end up asking to get the dark pit for me anyway. But... Um, we all got a bunch of Greninjas to be able to give to our friends, but I mean, imagine all the other people who are just doing it for profit. And I feel like nine t- like in my experience, like nine times out of ten, the people who are scalping are the ones that either don't work during the day or don't have a job. So if anything, or I'm both because they don't need scalping. one, man. 
It's because they don't need one. Right, because they're making so much off they, of Amiibo. They make more money than you could dream of. Yeah, they enjoy that two hundred dollar profit. <laughs> sure, it was really worth it, wasn't it, Shades? Hey, that could probably get you a house in Nevada. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was really yeah, funny. Yeah, really. Nevada, Nevada is a state in in the United States. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> um, two things: we Las Vegas today. Nevada is has is a state, and Nevada has cheap real estate. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's more encouraging to scalpers, and it's just going to make it that much harder for people who actually have to work for their amiibo. Um, I'm still not sure what I'm going to do about it personally, but I'm. But you have a month to figure it out. Yeah, I'm pathetic enough to actually do it. I've done it before. I'll probably do it again. Oh yeah, last last time I, last time around, I was lucky enough that someone switched me shifts, so I started in the afternoon instead of the morning, which meant that I could go to Toys R Us at 5 a.m. Yeah, and I, be first Jesus. in line to get the one Robin and Lucina that they got. <laughs> Mine didn't yeah, even get Robin cool. and Lucina. I stay. I got there at 10 p.m. the day before to get Greninja yeah oh yeah i remember that yeah like the pokemon and the kid icarus characters are the ones i told myself i would do whatever it took to get so <laughs> i feel like dark pit i'm gonna have to bite the bullet and just do something about it but i'm not gonna do it i'm gonna do it begrudgingly just grab that one off amazon for 30 bucks i'm tempted i might do that you can you'll ha- you can have you have it before you could have it before uh the launch in, in the u.s even speaking of things that are not launching anymore club nintendo is shut down <laughs> did you see that it's a reverse, that's a reverse launch yeah it's yeah so like sad, sad. mario like, yeah you think like charles martinet passed away like it's just so depressing <laughs> they're, they're gonna use that same image except without the uh, happy koopa or who was in the back of koopa toad it's uh oh yes it was toad yeah toad. without a hat they're but gonna use that same image smiling. when he dies but he's like yay yeah. we're dead and, and mario <laughs> has his hands to his side his hat's off and his head's bowed Toad is probably the one who had to ship everything out. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! It's over. It's over. The labor, the labor is completely dead. It's it's uh, our heartfelt thanks to our members for your support over the years. Please stay tuned for more information on our new loyalty program. Uh, It's a very contradictory image, though. It's it's hilarious. Toad is right there, like waving at you with a big old smile on his face. And Mario's gonna be like, "Oh no, my my Luigi's dead!" And oh, Toad's like, "My Luigi's go. dead." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Toad's I, all I, like, I, oh, "I'm second player now." <laughs> I inter- I interpret it as like a very like um, formal Japanese bow, and not like a a solemn. Uh, it, it has a very Japanese vibe, whereas Mario's like, you know, Konnichiwa or, or Sayonara, and doing right. a bow, and, and not something like you know, <laughs> Luigi's dead. Yeah, Luigi's been dead for years. It, it, it's inside. just a very, it, you know, we've been used to these kind of images when somebody, especially with the Mel Blanc passing. I just remember that iconic uh, painting that they did where they had all the Warner Brothers characters bowing their heads, eyes closed, and a spotlight on a empty uh, 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 microphone. Just just oh. there and just saying the voice is gone. This is giving me flashbacks to that moment, and I can't help, like, who died? Like, Miyamoto, <laughs> Iwata, all of them? Like, what's God. going on? This is like, this is way uh, more depressing than it should be. <laughs> Are you guys seeing so this? This is this is, and then that's what, like when you load up the website. If you actually like leave it there for a minute, there's an Easter egg where it plays that sad song from Fast and Furious Seven. <laughs> <laughs> and Vin but Diesel, do... Paul Walker, Rule Thirty Four shoots on the screen. <laughs> too far, um, man. But I too did far. get a tweet. Too, too, too from, far, too uh, furious. Right 
<laughs> but the moments after I posted that image on on Twitter, I got a response from uh, WayForward's own James Montagna, who just said, "I think he echoes the sentiments of a lot of people." Goes, "Oops, there goes all my unused points." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I made sure to use. So, not like I they could last Yeah, night. it's not like you didn't have fucking adequate warning. Like they told no, you six months those, ago. But the, but come, honestly, guys, how many times have we had at, like our listeners who are very lovely people? Last year, when I was adamantly reminding people, Meta Knight, Lucario, they're still available for pre-order. Put them in now. I must have done that for two months. And then a week before they launched, they're sold out. And then people start freaking the F out. So yeah, it, I was, it happens. Yeah, and I didn't even register my Smash Bros. games. I didn't register my Smash Bros. games until the day Club Nintendo was shutting down. I'm like, oh, fuck, I need that Mewtwo DLC. Mm-hmm. I, need, I need the DLC for a character I'm never going to play. <laughs> just, I, need to have it. I think I don't I don't even think I redeemed I got the codes and I didn't even redeem them Ooh, I think they're still good, you know, actually, they're good you know, till it, August till the end of July I think yeah oh well, there you go yeah I, re- I, re- I redeemed them the other day you know speaking of like dead people uh, you guys heard Stan Lee got rushed to the hospital the other day right yeah right? I did but apparently out. he's okay yeah, yeah he's he was okay at the he, an- he was at the Ant-Man premiere yeah and he looked fine like what premiere S- Stan Lee's Ant-Man? gonna outlive all of us at this Ant-Man wait 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 Ant-Man's out no, they had a premiere. No, no. The premiere, the premiere. No. was last week. When's it out? Or or a couple days ago. It comes out July seventeenth. But that's the wrong podcast. So yeah, we just stole their story. Sorry, guys. We are that's now okay. the number they... one movie podcast in the Geeks Game no, Network. No, we're not. Well, the Geeks. Yeah, if they st- if they stole our position as the number one games podcast, we could be the number one comics podcast or hockey podcast or whatever it is we're going to talk about instead of games. Is somebody, about somebody's microwave keep going off? Like, is somebody like <laughs> cooking up some pizza pockets or something? Oh yeah. Wait, we, pizza, did, not... Shane, did you scream before the show started? <laughs> we heard you pockets. scream, and I was like, Shane, Shane, pizza Shane, pizza microwave just pizza pockets a little bit too long. <laughs> pizza pockets. Um, when you want your outside to be extremely hot, but the inside frigid cold. Pizza. Speaking pockets. of pizza pockets. Did you guys hear that Pokemon Shuffle is coming to mobile? <laughs> I did. Think of the that's right with P, right? Uh, it, I feel like it was a good segue because Pizza Pockets are the perfect Pokemon Shuffle snack. I like Just Pizza like Pockets when playing the, Pokemon. This episode of Geekscape Games is brought to you by Pizza Pockets. Yeah. And Saks Underwear. But how many Post downloads Tino's do we have so rolls. far? Four million downloads or something like that? Yeah. Thanks, Pizza Pockets. And how many we of us have been playing Pokemon Shuffle Every day. Raise oh, I thought hands. you were talking about downloads of the podcast and, and how it. it was because no, no, of Pizza Pockets. I haven't touched it on mobile or on DS, and I plan on keeping it that way. But it's you're, so you're good. A, you're a very, very wise man, Josh. It is very, very addicting, especially when they have those competitions I, where I, say, if you get the highest score, if you're one of like the top 10,000, you get a mega stone so you can evolve. I must. I've already. I think I've already thrown like $40 in coins at it. Dude, so see, they made their money, money back. I'm stuck at Mel- Melotic or Melotic, however you fucking pronounce it. I don't even think I oh, got right. that. F- Wait, have I got that far? No. Yeah, Damn, get dude, my you're level. way ahead of me. Great. So, <laughs> I search, so, so are you guys excited search... to start the whole thing again on your smartphone? <laughs> uh, no. I, no I'm, I'm only, of I course, I, I, search, I, search Mo- I search Melotic on, on uh, image search, and I'm getting rule 34 Melotic. Come on, internet. Get your shit together. That's Shane's favorite rule. Maybe <laughs> the only rule. Are you sure it's Speaking just not about going by your browser rule. history? <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Speaking about things that rule, one console's reigning supreme in Europe. Shane, wh- what's the number one console in Europe right now? 
Pokemon the Shuffle. PlayStation 4 Master. <laughs> the Pokemon the Shuffle Machine. Because that's really what the 3DS is boiled down to now, right? It's a three. It's a uh, Pokemon Shuffle Machine. It's, it is. I'm just, I'm just kidding, but Pokemon Shuffle is so good. I think all yeah, of you have gotten um, farther in Shuffle than in any of the main Pokemon games. I think I would agree with that. I, I beat Pokemon Yellow. Yeah, that was like. I just decided if I was a boy or a girl in Pokemon Alpha. (laughs) And then he turned it off and went back to Pokemon Shuffle. Too difficult of a choice. There's too much. How? What do I name it? Uh, But what's the rate of PlayStations flying out the door? What's the share that they have in Europe? So, so the um, SCE president Jim Ryan told uh, VG247, uh, "Quote." We have market leadership in every country in Europe and have very significant market leadership in continental Europe. Extremely significant. I don't think market share is any less than 70%, and it's frequently greater than 90% in continental Europe. That So 70 to 90% market penetration for the PlayStation 4, that's... I'm not I'm not surprised. I mean, it's it's the superior console. My, my question is, is the Xbox One completely, like, released in all markets now like does anybody know that off the top of their head well i wasn't no, I the don't. 360 the most dominant console in europe last time like in the previous console generation wasn't no, it I xbox thought, 360 I, thought, I was i oh, thought yeah, that definitely. xbox if i remember correctly i thought xbox actually was below playstation in europe but the u.s numbers are so high that it carried it but i might be wrong no because i, well, I was pretty sure it was xbox well, this isn't a factual podcast, so we can just, you know, assume. Oh, yeah, we can just make things up. That's cool. Yeah. But still, so the we're fact both that right or place- wrong. Yes. But the fact that uh, PlayStation you know, I, I, has a I, I, 70 to 90 market share, that's insane. It's 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 not surprising. We, well, it's these, not it's surprising, these, but I didn't think it was like that strong, like uh, over 50 it, for sure. But wow. I, I have to say it's, it's definitely the strongest console of the three um, just for its library but still like these new generations need they we need to, to this e3 show that there's a lot of new original ips coming out they're gonna and like they're gonna fucking bomb because for some stupid reason nobody ever buys new ips unless it's watchdogs <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, i mean it's funny it was i said it as a joke but it's fucking true like how many games don't get sequels because like they don't sell and it's ridiculous and it's the same thing in the movie industry like shit like you know Pacific Rim and Tomorrowland and all this stuff that's that's original and unique bombs and then like Fast Seven is the one of the top grossing films of all time. Yeah, it's I don't know. And and all, it's, it, well, it's because of all that that uh, Paul Walker Rule Thirty Four porn. And it's it's also weird too because there's some games that people beg for a sequel with like for example Sly Cooper, and, and then, then nobody buys them. And then and then Sly Cooper Four bombed so. They're like, oh you was, I, oh you actually made Sly, that? I, I was yeah just, I was gonna uh, say Sly Cooper Four actually came out. Yeah, like a year and a half ago, yeah. and then it was in a bargain mm-hmm. bin within six months, and it came really? with. Was it and that then bad? they gave it, and then they gave it for free on PlayStation Plus, and every PS3 copy had a free digital download for the Vita version, and no one, and it was only forty bucks, and no one bought it still. Because and, uh, people don't want to pay had, full And price. when they gave it away on PlayStation Plus, it only got three downloads. <laughs> <laughs> and two of them. Josh found one person who lost their Vita and redownloaded it again. <laughs> <laughs> No, but, but it's it's the nature of the, isn't that the nature of some gamers though they will complain and bitch and whine that they want these titles and these remakes and these sequels of these uh, niche franchises and then when they're released they're like eh, I'll wait till it's on sale. Yeah, and I guess to be and, fair, and that's, 
I mean, to be fair, in Sly's case, it wasn't developed by Sucker Punch, so that might have thrown people off, but it was a really good game regardless. I and just, you know, I just the, feel like it's getting to the point where, like, so many companies, how many risks are these companies not taking that could be something incredible because they just assume, and probably correctly, that that the shit's not going to sell. Well, yeah, I, I can answer even, that question. So, so instead of you know, instead of making this, let's just make this another sequel to this game because we know that just be you know, based on the title, it's going to sell more copies than this original game we were thinking about making. That certain unnamed company that makes a very popular shooting game every single year. Uh, when I talked to them last year, they said that regarding why don't because uh, 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 somebody asked them why don't we see more original IPs, and they said it was exactly what you said, Derek. The market is very different. They would rather have one title rather than taking risks for because they're leaving all those things to the indies because the indie developers can take those risks because they're not they don't have a lot to lose. They're just like oh these are little art projects, but now with your certain big budget franchises those are only one game one year they're all they're already working on one for 2016 and 2017 and and that's it and and that's it because the market is very different and the majority of people no offense like last last uh console generation xbox 360 owners had madden and call of duty and that would be it maybe they pick up the fallout and play it for a little bit. The Fallout. But there's a oh, whole, get a little bit of the Fallout. <laughs> there's there's a whole market of just you know I, I don't want to be you know stereotypical here, but a lot of kids between the ages of like ten and fourteen who just play Call of Duty or just play Battlefield, and they don't play anything else. That's all they do, and and they don't want to play these exactly. little other franchises. They don't want to play original IPs. They want their Call of Duties. Every like every school that I've taught that I do a gaming club, the I get a whole group of kids, at least forty kids, who say, "Can we play Call of Duty?" And I'm like, "Well, guys, we have other games. We have Street Fighter. We have Mortal. We can play Mortal Kombat here after school. We have Smash Brothers. We can do uh, Gran Turismo." But no, they just want to play Call of Duty. That's it. They don't want to play anything else. So these big companies. They don't want to throw a lot of money at these these like the Sly Coopers and all these other games and the F Zeros that I know that we want because they know that that majority of people who will ask their parents to buy them games aren't going to ask them for those games and the people who do remember those titles maybe a small percentage of them will actually go out and buy it and let alone play it. That's unfortunately that's yeah. the nature of the business now. Yeah, especially with how expensive games are nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. And then even one even game a game that make sells- or break your studio. Yeah, and even if a game sells 10 million copies, even then a lot of times that's still going to be a loss for the studio, depending. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the only reason why we're getting another Injustice. I mean, that was a big risk. That was a big, big risk, having a, a superhero game off the Mortal Kombat engine. But it did really well. I mean, it sold. It but was, it's a terrible it game! It's, it's, but it sold. That's the thing. I mean, I agree. It's just Mortal Kombat. There were some things. There's some things. Exactly. It's Mortal Kombat with superhero skins. It's just the DC Universe Mortal Kombat. But it's sold. And because of that, they're already working on a sequel. They Because they pumped all this money. They, they see as long as we can make money, even if it's a mediocre game, we're going to pump it out. It's like freaking Kids Bop. It's a horrible <laughs> thing. Kids singing songs that already <laughs> hey. exist. Just go to Spotify. But it sells. And as much hey, as we hey, hate hey. it, as much as we love it. It still comes com- out. We're at, what, number 44 already at this point? <laughs> well, no, no, no. The Kids Bop version of rap songs is, like, the greatest thing ever, though. That's worth it. Oh, though. dude, I bet. I bet. Um, we're, we're getting to uh, the turning point, so there's one thing that I really wanted to talk about. The only thing that I've seen 
Um, I watched the gameplay trailer for uh, a new game coming out called Allison Road, um, and it was advertised as a spiritual PT-inspired first-person horror game. Um, the uh, I I feel like I feel like it's a little bit derivative uh, because it it just screams like, "Hey, we played PT and you know want to like copy the success." Now that PT is probably not going to come out um unless uh the rumors of microsoft buying it actually do come true which is the more and more i read about it the more and more believable but um this game allison road it's a first person um survival horror game the demo they came out with is very much in the vein of pt where they said um the quote um in order to what to do without spoiling any of the story we decided to separate it from the actual game so while this is real gameplay it's not what you see in the full version of the game and in the trailer, you're a guy wandering around first person in a house late at night, and you're just investigating things. It's very much, you know, go around and, you know, click on stuff. Um, what's really interesting is that you can pick up objects and kind of um, uh, spin them around in 3D space to, you know, see them from different angles. Um, and then there's, you know, he just wanders around and shows, you know, the, the physics engine and what the lighting engine is beautiful, very, very atmospheric. Um, the one thing that I, I got from the trailer was the, the internal dialogue. Like he's constantly like, Oh, talking to himself, which I thought was really jarring for something like this game, uh, which I hope in the final release, they don't, uh, have him talking to himself. But, um, then there's a big old spooky jump scare at the end. And uh, once the very foreboding music kicks in, you can, um, uh, it gets really tense. I, I, I hope it comes out like, if PT doesn't, this is going to fill that PT void. Did anybody else get a chance to check it out? I uh, I read a, I read a, a bunch about it, but I I just saw that the video was about 13 or 14 minutes long, so I haven't had an opportunity to actually watch it yet. It is gorgeous. But it looks, it looks yeah. really cool, yeah. But but here's my thing, and, and I get very frustrated with horror games and horror movies in general because, you know, they don't do things that I feel normal people would do. So I'm, when the lights go out, I'm running. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm not just looking in my bathroom and, and the minute there's that, that pop-up scare, I'm out. I'm like, peace. I'm out. I'm going. So if there better be a jump or break through the window button. Cause I know that's what I would do. And the, and my game would be four minutes long. The minute the lights go out, peace. I'm out going to the McDonald's across the street. <laughs> Cause at least I'd be safe <laughs> and I have a meal and I can call the cops, <laughs> but I'm not going to the house. And if I see blood coming down walls, uh, even even worse. I'm like, you can have the house. You, you want a house? You can take that one. It already has a toaster go, and an old 1984 clock. Take it. Yeah, I noticed that clock was really out of place. In it was this, really uh, old too, man. This house. Yeah. And and like um, and, who, and he's really quiet. And there should be a vulgarity button. So anytime something scary happens, you can press it and curse through the game because that's what would happen in real life. This guy is either mute <laughs> or has balls of steel because nothing faces uh, this do, dude. Do you remember that game Lifeline? Negative. Uh, no. Was that like a PS2 voice control game? Yeah, it was a horror game where you played as basically yourself in locked in the security room, and you controlled the uh, co-protagonist, which was this um, this one female character who you basically had to tell where oh, to go. Y- oh, yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. I remember okay. that. I vaguely remember so, yeah. that now. So that one you can you could swear into it. I don't know okay, if it did I'll anything, do that. but you could. Uh, but I'll, I know I'm still going to play when this comes out, Allison Road or whatever final title they give it. My wife's going to insist that we play it, but I and I, I won't watch. I'll watch her play it because I can't play these games. I get super frustrated and angry. 
And I, and when I die, I'm like, good, you deserve to die because you didn't leave the house. <laughs> yeah, no uh, children we're, for we're you. gonna keep a we're gonna keep an eye on it. Um, uh, I I'm excited for it. Um, but let's get into the uh, question of the week. Unless there's anything you guys want to talk about. Oh wait, there you go. Uh, oh, there's oh oh yeah, there's stuff. Oh there there are oh things, okay, my friend. Okay, make Absolutely. it quick. All right. So CEO was last weekend. It's the big tournament in Orlando that takes place just uh, right before Evo, where it's the mother of all fighting game tournaments. Uh, this year, we uh, no surprises in terms of the Smash Four tournament. Uh, Chile Zero, the most dominant player in Smash, who has a bounty on his head from Smashboards. Uh, I think it's a five hundred dollar pot, and I think somebody else matched it for five. So it's like a thousand dollars if you can beat this guy in a tournament. He ended up winning the Jesus. singles tournament. Yeah, the guy's just a monster. Uh, but uh, I, I think at this point, and people who've been following Smash for a long time uh, will understand this reference. He's the Ken of Smash 4. When Smash Brothers Melee came out, there was a guy, Ken, who just dominated tournaments in the West Coast. But over time, the the tech was discovered and other players just you know outperformed him. So I, I think it's only a matter of time before Zero, unless he starts to prove other people wrong or develops his game or his metagame. It'll be a, it'll be inevitable that somebody takes him down. But the big story was in Smash Brothers Melee, where Leffen uh, beat uh, Armada, who's one of the premier players in Melee. Beat him not only in the winners' final, but beat him again in grand finals. Uh, so we had Armada take on Mango, who is California's number one a Smash player. Beat him clean in losers' final. Armada had his rematch, but still could not beat Leffen. And Leffen has now become one of the quote unquote Smash gods. The, the guy has just upped his game and out of nowhere four years ago, and now he's pretty much overtaken that scene. But the interesting thing, heading into EVO, which is the week after Comic-Con, which we'll get into later in the show, EVO released its entry numbers, or how many people have entered the tournaments and whatnot. Number one is no surprise with Super Ultra Street Fighter 4, 2,227 different entrants. But Damn. right next to that, right below that, not Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, not Mortal Kombat, not Killer Instinct, not Super Smash Brothers Melee, but Smash Brothers Wii U with 1,926 entrants is the second wow. highest. Yeah, that's a big thing. Because remember, the whole fighting game community was giving Smash 4 crap. Oh, it's not Melee. It's too slow. Oh my god, you could take so much uh, punishment and get knocked off the stage and, and all these new characters. Nah. And that game has outpaced Melee not by much, by less than 100, but still the fact that Smash Brothers Wii U has more entrance than Killer Instinct, Mortal Kombat, Blaze Blue, all these other games, even Injustice. I don't even think Injustice is on this year's list. That should make Shane happy. But Good. <laughs> Wii U has had, had put its place in Evo, and it is good. as much as people like to crap on Smash Brothers Wii U from the elitist you know, fighting community. It, there's no denying that it is popular. People do enjoy watching the stream. It was a really uh, te- a good televised stream. The tournament was great. I watched the entire thing. And the tech is there. So the metagame is being developed. Uh, I know in about a year or two, we're going to see things from the Smash 4 players that we couldn't even imagine that was possible at first. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited. Other than Comic-Con next week, I'm really looking forward to Evo. Um, I can't wait. It should be fantastic. Yeah, um, it, I, I wish I could get into it more, but I just you just gotta don't watch have the time. You, you, you gotta watch it. it it's it's going to go from Friday to Sunday. As long as you watch Sunday's finals, that you'll see some insane competitive play that'll make you want to play some fighting games. If not Smash Brothers, it'll be something else. That's how I got into right. uh, King of Fighters. I love King of Fighters. Right, you I'll, play. I'll, 
is it this is it this weekend? Uh, the week after Comic Con. Okay. All right. Well, then maybe I can find some time since Comic Con won't be around. But let's get into the um, question of the week. Last week we asked you, dude, games. Wait, what? We games. played games. Oh fucking hell, God! See, I've been out of this. Like, I'm all I'm all over the place. Like, how does this all show work again? Okay. What is what? You, what even is a show? A miserable little pile of secrets. Play? Tell tell us more. <laughs> but enough talk. Tell us <laughs> about you. Batman, Josh. Okay, so yeah, beat Batman last week. Um, gonna have a full review of it up by the end of the week, hopefully. But um, it's I don't know. I'm so mixed on it because. From a technical standpoint, the game is gorgeous. The city is so much bigger. Um, being able to fly across Gotham is just a complete blast. And the way that I don't know the way that the gadgets and everything have progressed into such in a such a satisfying way. Like you start off with most of the gadgets that you had to unlock in Asylum and City, and then there's not a whole lot of new ones, but they do sprinkle new ones as you progress. And then as you get more upgrades, the existing ones also become expanded, so you can do more with them. But overall, I feel like it's my least favorite. Are of you the... juggling your microphone around? Huh? Sounds oh, like no, someone's no, no. juggling their microphone. Oh, no, I don't know. that. I don't think that's me. <laughs> Derek? But, uh... No, I was on mute, so... Mm, <laughs> then you know it's Juan's fault. <laughs> no, I'm still over here, man. It's always... Mm. Mm. Anyway, Mystery. Batman... But yeah, but I don't know. There's so many aspects of it that I found so disappointing. Uh, namely, that the Arkham Knight reveal drags on way too long to the point when they finally reveal who he is at like 90% completion. It uh, it doesn't really ma- like you don't really care anymore, especially because about halfway through they start talking about a character that was mentioned in passing in the prequels and start giving him a bigger importance in Batman's I guess history so you instantly know at that point oh that's obviously who it's going to be because who else would it be um, like the promise of Scarecrow being the main villain I think the first thing most of us thought were oh they're going to do so many cool things with the with the um, PS4 and Xbox One technology with like the fear toxin and that kind of stuff because those are the most memorable parts of Arkham uh, Asylum and then nope there's no there's like zero fear toxin scenes that in the way that they played out in Arkham Asylum there's like a there's like a major plot point in terms of the fear toxin but in a way that has nothing to do with like the trippy atmosphere that uh, Asylum had Um, most disappointingly outside of like the glitches that I was talking about earlier and then the well-documented overuse of the Batmobile where it feels like about I don't even think it's an exaggeration to say about half the game is in the Batmobile. And even then, it's just in its tank mode where you just get into these tank battles with uh, different enemies. But speaking of the Batmobile, before I get off of that, one of the most disappointing things about it, too, is as soon as I got the Batmobile, I was like, oh, cool, I'll just drive around Gotham. And, like, every two blocks is, like, a blockade of tanks, so you have to stop and fight them. So it got to the point where I just said, screw this, and started flying everywhere again. Because, (laughs) like, you can't drive anywhere without getting stopped every couple of every couple of blocks but most disappointing of all is my favorite part and I don't know how you guys thought if you played all the other ones or not but one of my favorite parts of the old Batman games are the boss fights like some of them are hit and miss but it was always a lot of fun to me to be able to fight the uh, uh, Batman's like rogue gallery with such grandeur in the way that they presented them now this game 
has like no boss fights like through the whole thing it's like there there's boss fights sprinkled here and there but they're like fight a bigger tank than you normally fight or fight a helicopter in your tank like the only hand-to-hand boss fight is against like some non to at least as far as i know like a non-comic book character that they just created for the game as like a filler boss and which character he's like there's like characters that are i don't even remember his name but there's a set of characters who were infected with joker's um blood that he was trying to mix in with the gotham blood supply in arkham city so there was like three Mm. or four people who slipped through the cracks and got infected with joker's blood so then they attack batman at one point and out of the four i think it's four of them out of the four only one of them's like a a legitimate boss fight and it's just pretty much fighting him hand to hand in the same way you do all the other enemies except he lasts longer with a bigger health bar (laughs) so it's like like the fact that you never even really have like a legitimate boss fight through the whole thing it just feels like since that was always a highlight of the prequels, it felt like such a step back. And just, I don't know, it's like, by the time it was over with, I just felt like it was another Batman game, or just another action game, as opposed to the kind of impressive pedigree that the prequels built up. So, like, I had fun with it, but I was really disappointed in terms of what I was expecting versus what we actually got. You feel the same, Juan? Yeah, uh, especially when I found like the big reveal of the red. Uh, oh, oh, oh! You might want you might want to edit that. <laughs> um, you might want to edit. Fuck that. it! Fuck it! We'll do it live. The red what? Um, red wedding? No, no, yeah, the red wedding. Uh, when you when you reveal or find out who it is, uh, and I, you know, I know my Batman lore, and it just didn't work for me. And, and it tell was me, like tell really me, tell me. I'm not playing the game. Just tell me. Tell me, dear. Well, okay, okay. Listeners, listeners, cover your ears. Mute listeners, it for about cover three your minutes. ears. But you might, you might want to edit out that little thing I blurted out earlier, though. Um, it's fucking. Uh, <laughs> I hate Jason, you guys. I hate it's, you. It's oh, it's it, oh, thanks. I haven't started the game yet. Now I'm just gonna fucking return it. Good. No, <laughs> but, but but I mean, oh, if, ahead, but look. Uh, but here's the thing: if you are uh, just a they don't reveal until ninety percent of the way through. If you just know Batman lore. And if you've watched the animated series and you just know the comics, it, it's pretty obvious who the Arkham Knight is. I mean, it's no That's surprise true, right? shock. It's it's no, it's not none of that. And it's no, just but like here's the thing that. I'm oh, no, sorry. Yeah, here's the thing that really bothered me about that, though. Like everyone instantly thought it was going to be Jason Todd as soon as they showed the character, and yeah, then Rocksteady I, really started pushing this idea that oh, Arkham Knight's a brand new character. We're going to introduce him into the comic books and. You know, he's a character that Arkham Knight's a brand new character that no one's ever seen before. And that was a flat out lie, apparently, or either that or they were being really loose with their PR speak and saying, well, technically Arkham Knight, the persona has never existed before. But it was such a it was like because they mentioned Jason Todd, like I said, in passing, like in like side dialogue in the previous games, but never a major focal point. And then it's like all of a sudden, like halfway through this one, he becomes it's like all about him and like his past or whatever and like how it played out in the comics and to make it all worse i feel like the fact that they have red hood dlc was like a huge red herring like he's not red hood in this universe can i can i ask a quick question Uh uh-huh who the hell is jason todd he's the second robin who was killed oh that always had the main thing that he has is that when he comes back 
he has a vendetta against Batman because he never killed the Joker. And he says, how did you not kill the guy who killed me? I thought you cared about me. If he would have killed you, I would have gone after his head. But you just let him go time after time. And why is it that you give him a free pass? You know, so mm-hmm. he, he was just, ah. so he becomes like an antihero. But the thing is, when even when the the character was announced, I'm like, that's that's Jason Todd. And they're like, no, 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 it's original character. And then even when you're playing the game, the Arkham Knight keeps talking about, I know you, Batman. I know you better than you know yourself. And he goes, you have to think like he was telling everybody that he knows Batman. I'm like, oh my god, it's Jason Todd. And he was like, no, 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 it's not Jason Todd. Then at you know the ninety percent mark when you're finishing the game, it's me, Batman. Oh, are you really? Like wow, big wow! That's that's and, the story I invested in because I was like, there was a point where I'm like, wow, maybe Rocksteady, maybe maybe it is going to be. Ooh, who could it be? Alfred, was, <laughs> like Barbara <laughs> Gordon, like who no, is you know, this? Is it the great ghost actor? It's like no, it's Jason Todd. I'm like, oh my god! You know who I was? I was really hoping that it was going to be Damien because it would have tied well into the backstory that of Arkham would have City, been where a he much better. Yep. Yeah, because I was thinking like that, you know how Batman feels guilty about Talia dying in Arkham City. And I would have been like, that's Whoa, a perfect spoilers, setup. dude. What? Arkham City's been out for like six years. Like, but, that's but you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. That would have been a much better story. You could have tied in the whole, you know, uh, Rajal Go and the whole uh, Lazarus Pit thing in there. That would have made a lot yeah. more sense. But the Jason Todd was just a weak reveal. And like, it, it, it's you're insulting Batman fans at that point. And, like, if you want Jason um, Todd, then just bring in the Red Hood. And you know what? You could have put Red Hood in the last Batman game. It would have made more sense when the Joker was alive. And and like yeah. I was saying <laughs> earlier, no. it's frustrating that Red Hood's actually in the game as, D- as like, supposed story DLC. But in reality, it doesn't fit in the story anywhere because Red Hood doesn't no. exist in, like, the canon Arkham universe. And just so. to get fully pushed this comic book talk, it's the whole thing behind Red Hood's drive is the Joker and, and the fact that he's not dead. But when the game starts, he is dead. So, so <laughs> yeah, like his it, that takes away. Are... Yeah, it's like yeah. let's start the Super Mario Brother game, but the princess is in her castle and there's nothing to be saved. Um, and then real uh, quick, I know okay, we've been... well, I'll just grab you some milk from Seven Eleven. I'll be right back. Hopefully, I run into <laughs> a turtle. If I do, I kill it. But I'll be back in a couple minutes. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, and then like just real quick before we move on, because I know we've been talking about it for a while. But did you find it really funny, like Jason's dialogue when you do quote unquote fight him, if you want to call it a fight? Where it's like every time Batman grabs him, he's like, Robin, listen to me. You don't have to do this. And he's all like, uh, I'm not Robin, okay? Yeah. I'm the Arkham Knight <laughs> now. Don't call me that. <laughs> no, Dad, my name is T-Dog. Don't call me Brian. <laughs> That's exactly the vibe my, my I was getting. Here. My army that I trained is here, man. You're going to ruin You're my not Robin. I'm the Arkham Knight. Oh, my Jeez. God. My Facebook page says so, man. Read it. Anyway, uh, well, uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, what were you gonna say, Derek? Were I don't know how well? anyone else feels, but uh, I feel like I don't have to play Arkham Knight now. But uh, <laughs> the only, the only game I played a few. I actually played a few things this week, uh, so it's unfortunate that we're having to move on so fast because I played a lot of games. But uh, I just really briefly want to talk about. Uh, I had an opportunity last week. I mentioned it that I'd started playing episode two of Life is Strange. So the other night I was like, all right, I'm going to finish episode two and call it a night. And I ended up playing, finishing episode two, got so hung up with the ending that I was actually really glad I was behind because I immediately went on and played through the entirety of episode three. Shit gets real in both of those episodes. Like 
I really, really enjoyed episode one. And then I actually watched, I, you know, I watched Michaela the other night after I finished episode three. I was like, you have to play episode one and, and watched her play it. And as much as I enjoyed episode one, that shit is like child's play compared to what happens in the, in the, re- in like the next two episodes. Yeah. And, and with episode two, episode, f- sorry, episode four is supposed to be releasing, yeah, mid July. Got, I like, you guys need to catch up because I want to hear what you guys think of it because holy shit, some of those story twists. Some of those story twists and stuff are totally crazy. All right, well, I, I, I love it. I love it. After Comic Con, I, I didn't hear from Derek for a couple of days. All of a sudden, I get a text out of the blue. Shit gets real in Life is Strange episode two. <laughs> and then, and then, Holy like four shit. hours, and then, like four hours later, I texted him. And I was like, "Shit gets really real in episode three. <laughs> and then, like, that's all I said. Like, it was. Yeah. I was just like, my mind was fucking blown. If there's uh, ever a retail version of that game, that should be a quote on the back of the box. <laughs> Shit gets yeah, real, Derek Grenevelt. Geekscape Games. Yeah, like <laughs> shit, shit gets really real. I like like it's quickly. <laughs> I feel like Life is Strange as good as 2015's been for games that I've actually played. Like I've played a lot of really good shit. Life is Strange <laughs> is like one of the most memorable experiences I would say because it's just so different from anything I've ever played. Especially, especially. Uh, I'm gonna have to pick up two and three. Yeah, especially coming up in episode two and three. It is just right. crazy. If you're not playing, if you're not playing Life is Strange, you're fucking up. I yeah, pretty all, much. Any, we're all, like, we're all you're not a real like, gamer. I don't want to. That's like I don't want to get all stuck on wanting the next chapter. So I kind of want to wait until everything's out. But I really want to jump back on that. I will just, probably do just, that. You should get back in there and just take the it. damn cliffhangers, man. I'll do it. All right, just we'll do, do it. it you just gotta brood over it for like a month, and then the next episode will come out, and it'll be all good for three hours, and then you'll be like, "Holy shit!" Again. Stay away from ledges. Uh, <laughs> so that's you've been a potential playing, spoiler. Let's see. So I have here Life is Strange 2 and 3, Batman. Who's been playing Far Cry 4? Well, we were trying to move on, so I didn't mention that. But I also picked up a Far Cry 4 because it was on sale at Best Buy in Canada for $20. Uh, and I played it for about an hour. It's super fun. Did you Did you, Did you? you get that? Uh, did you do the um, I did the not the do the – no, I did not do that. You should. You should. Oh, you should have. You oh, could have uh, uh, reported that you, uh, you beat the game in like 12 I finished minutes. it. Yeah, no, yeah. it's uh, that's a crazy good-looking game, and it, but the, I basically finished the prequel chapter, which uh, equates to sneaking around a bunch. Uh, it's cool because you can like skin animals and get bait, and then if you throw the bait, you can like attract bears or cougars and shit to like attack enemies, and that's really I, neat. Every every time I do that, I just say the thing that um uh the oh god, what, the the main character from Assassin's Creed Three said whenever he went hunting is like, no nah, way. Uh, anyway, great, great <laughs> yeah no it's it's show. uh i pr- like i don't i don't know why i bought it because i literally had batman on, on the way and ha- still uh, you know only put 20 or 30 hours into witcher 3 so i still have like 200 hours left in that game <laughs> only plus i have plus i have splatoon and only my fiance has played it i haven't touched it yet so like i'll probably never you know i'm, I'm not really going to get into far cry 4 but i figured for 20 bucks but you know, by the time it actually hits that twenty dollars price point, it could be like another year or so from now. So I might as well. Uh, but no, for the hour or so I played it, it was uh, it was it it was really cool. But Life okay, is Strange quick. is where it's at. Lightning around, Juan, go. All right, so I played Batman like Josh has, but I, all the only thing I was thinking about if why can I not be in the Batwing? That thing can <laughs> yeah, have the, the Batwing the, even just the flies go, in wow, to I give you the, stuff. Yeah, it gives me stuff. I could just be in that fly around Gotham, blow stuff up with the weapons I have from my Batmobile, and be done with the game in about 20 minutes. <laughs> no one gets... I'm, I'm, but that's that. 
Uh, but other than Batman, the other big game I've been playing, because uh, I had it and I never went around to actually getting through it, was Shantae's and the Pirate, uh, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. Uh, Great really, game. Really, really love that game. A, a Metroidvania type style game. Uh, fantastic platforming and brilliant writing. Uh, there's a scene where, and a lot of gratuitous like um, fan service. So Shane, that's you all day. Yes. Uh, like yes. Skimpy bikinis. With the 3D. Uh, it's it's uh it's pretty awesome but i i did send a message to the way forward telling them that as an english teacher i love that they made their mini boss squid baron the most eloquent master of the english language in any game i've ever played like for somebody so cartoony and cute he uses more synonyms and and more high level vocabulary words than any other boss character so i know there's people who are playing this who are middle school and high school and he's saying stuff that they don't understand which means go open a dictionary and learn because that squid has language, you know, and which, <laughs> you're a kid, you're a squid. No, this, you're a kid, this, you're a squid. this is a man squid with a very robust vocabulary. So, I, <laughs> I, so, so I loved, I love that they put that in there. Uh, I'm about 20% from finishing the game, but right now, cause I want to prepare myself for um, half genie hero, which should be out later this year in about a couple months, actually, I think it's September. So uh, I'm 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 in love with that game, but yes, Shane, you need to play that game for just for the gratuitous fan Titties. service alone. Oh, Titties um, butts. Uh, yes, 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 indeed. <laughs> um, myself, uh, I've played Destiny and I picked up The Witcher Three. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to play The Witcher Three anymore than the, the two hours I put into it, but I've been told to get past the starting area because it gets good once you get past the starting area. So I'm the whole thing to... is gore- the whole thing is amazing. And then we should all have Drive Club PS right, Plus. Right from the starting area, I was like, holy shit, this is so good and different. Mm. Mm. What are you not liking about it? Um, the, the the combat just doesn't feel... So so combat? Yeah. Like, like the uh, you need to start just, like, dodging. Don't roll. Rolling is, like, rolling you barely have to use. The dodge is where it's at. Once you figure out to stop rolling and start using the dodge tool, combat gets way, way, way better. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that because well, are you rolling a lot? Because at the beginning I was rolling constantly. I'm just getting hit a lot. Yeah. So so once you get, once you start figuring out like dodging is literally the key to to basic dodging and parrying. It's it's learn those two well and the combat gets far far more fun. And then when you get a little bit further, you start using like potions and shit a little bit more, and and it gets it it, it gets way better. Hmm. Alrighty. Um, last week, uh, we asked you guys, uh, now that, uh, 2015 is halfway over, what is your, uh, favorite game so far? And I just want to chime in that, um, I had to look up what games got released this year, um, because I couldn't answer the question. And honestly, um, besides Monster Hunter 4, there really hasn't been a game for me this year that's just been like, oh, this is, this is my game of the year. Um, you know, DMC Definitive Edition came out. Uh, I know that's good. I haven't bought it yet. Um, just, I, I, I've, I haven't been blown away this year. So I have to say Monster Hunter 4 or Life is Strange. Uh, that's, that's me. But your responses, everybody, this is what I got. Um, from Cameron C, he said, Ark Survival Evolved for PC. And he went on to say it was a surprise hit. Didn't expect much, but man, oh man, what a good game. And then, uh, Rick I've heard L. That, I've heard that one's super overrated. Uh, well, that thing is like, um, um, I've been, a lot of people responded, uh, saying, uh, Ark is really, really fun. Like Rick L on the same um, uh, comment thread said, my friends are trying to get me into Ark Survival. Haven't really decided yet, but uh, Cameron went on to just give it praise. Um, I mean, it, it's fun if you're playing with a group of people is what I've heard. 
Like it's Borderlands. Binderlords. Uh, uh, JB said Witcher 3, just epic. Oh, uh, yes. Sam G said Metal Gear Solid, The Phantom Pain, which I don't think that's out yet, <laughs> Sam. No, he's wrong. <laughs> he's wrong. Unless he's like uh, from the future. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Juan D. Um, it's like they could still cancel it. It is Konami. True, true. Uh, and then some indie devs will August make August 31st, they're like, oh, yeah, we canceled it. The discs are, like, already at the store and shit. Just send them back, send them back. They're just, uh, copy, Juan they're DC- just PC copies of, <laughs> of Batman. <laughs> uh, anyway, Juan D said, if you haven't played Witcher 3 yet, you are missing out. And then Jeff B also said, it was Witcher 3 until Arkham Knight on PS4. Witcher probably wins because it doesn't blow on PC like Batman does, but those two are the best. Um... And then Danielle P said, "Life is strange, hands down." And then my buddy Klaus said, "Yeah, Danielle Dian- P. Um, <laughs> she knows what's up, or he. I'm not sure if he said Daniel or Danielle. Danielle. Danielle, Danielle knows what's up. Yeah. Um, and then Klaus, my buddy Klaus said, "Dying Light was pretty neato. Dying Light was really good. I really like Dying Light. I need to pick it up. I need to pick it up. Uh, so, I also so have you- some answers. I got. I imagine. To- I imagine you guys have some answers yeah, too. Yeah. So I've got uh, Miles H said GTA Five on the PC was a masterpiece. It's one of the best looking games I've played. Uh, Graham H said really enjoyed Wolfenstein. As difficult as it was on Uber uh, with only 100 health, I haven't beaten any 2015 games yet. Still finishing up my team library. Maybe Captain Toad or was that in November? It was definitely in November. Uh, Jonathan London said, uh, and I want to know where's last week's episode. <laughs> uh, I said we're actually uh, we're trying something new and we're going to release episode thirty six first. But uh, anyways, uh, then, uh, I am our... I am I am going to finish editing thirty five. Get it's it up tonight. Th- level thirty five is coming with those ten articles. Get it up tonight. <gasps> ten a, ten a week. Uh, Nathan M said Arkham Knight, Arkham Knight, Arkham Knight. I'm still not a hundred percent through the side missions for the second and supposedly best ending, but I'll be- I'll get there. And then Josh, I have a couple. And then on that subject though of our episode release order in the spirit of anime expo this week i think we're just going to take a haruhi suzumiya approach and just oh and just put it in like a fucked up order yeah but uh okay okay so our jesus what the hell's going on with my phone okay my response is ryan g says clash of clans aransa o says splatoon which was mine and juan's from last week uh, megan h says witcher 3 i guess um Ryan G goes on to say, okay, okay, Fallout Shelter. Then Xavier F says, I don't know about favorite, but I've been enjoying Invisible Ink. And Resident Evil Res- Revelations 2 caught that Resident Evil feel pretty well. Still need to play Endless Sea. Forgot about then the Ryan game coming G out. Comes back w- huh? Um, and then uh, Ryan G comes back to say, being serious, Devil Survivor 2 Record Breaker or Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. Honorable mention to Witcher 3. And then Jennifer H. says Dragon Age Inquisition because boobs. But you can also have your gay relationships too. So it does. if you're not into boobs, you can have whatever you want. And looks like we lost somebody. We lost Shane. No, I'm back. Speaking, okay. of, wait, speaking of gay relationships, did you guys talk about last week um, that there were, you can have same-sex marriages? Yes, in we did. The, uh, I wrote an article okay. about it. Something that you okay. haven't done in a very long time. Uh! <laughs> good one josh i was gonna say it but then you said it which made it even better because i've been ragging on shane this whole episode <laughs> i have a right to do it because i think i've put up like 25 things in the past you're making yeah, up you... for shane's zero articles and uh josh i think oh you and your mic. mic came unplugged 
Did right. it come up? And did I throw in my speaking of miss speaking of missing articles, there's a round table that's supposed to go up sometime soon and I yeah. only got one response. So. I'll, I'll be putting mine up later today, but my pick for twenty fifteen is uh, Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer. That that's what it's all about. It's all, it's El, all, that's all it is. El Chucho. El Chucho. I'm speaking for El Chucho. He's all about that uh, Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer. I, right. Literally the entire reason that I wanted to, like a few weeks ago or a month ago or whatever, when I was asking you how to get my fiance into Animal Crossing, which mm-hmm. was successful and she fucking plays it every day now. Uh, she was like, like the whole reason for me wanting to get into that was, yeah, like I think she'd like it and, and – uh, it'll be a good experience for her, but I also just wanted her to get into Happy Home Design, like be interested in Happy Home Designer, so that we could get the damn amiibo cards without, like, you know, because she'll be into it just as much as I as I am. And then she saw the Animal Crossing amiibo, and she's like, "What have you done to me?" <laughs> so it's great. Um, all right. Um. So yeah, we're running long. It is like six thousand degrees in this room, so I'm, I'm. We're just gonna go to it. No question this week, guys. Uh, next week is Comic Con. We're all going to be in San Diego, so uh, if you're going to go to Comic-Con, come by uh, booth 3919, uh, the Geekscape booth, uh, and meet us. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, you know, we'll, um, if you meet us, you'll win a prize. Uh, get your picture taken with the Geekscape Games uh, cast and crew. Um, I don't think no that's crew. a prize. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's it. Um, it's as a punishment, always- I think, more than anything. Oh, we have very uh, masochistic uh, listeners. As always, you can find us on geekscape.net. You can find me on Twitter at Shane O'Hare. I am at D. Cranavelt. And uh, at Eno Joshua because his mic came unplugged uh, because he uh. needs to invest in some fucking USB cables. And you can find me with a working mic and pop filter at the King of Mars. Abfab. So, um, all right, guys. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud. Um, give us a like. Give us a comment. Give us a share. Share us with your friends. Um, uh, we'll see you at Comic Con next week. Bye. 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 Bye.